What? The wrong Missy. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, You're a wizard, geez. Mr. Spade. Y'all, wizard David. <laughs> no one, no one ever said that to that that guy. But that's okay. Is David Spade a Dumbledore? No, fuck. I don't know Harry Potter enough. No. Uh, what are the <laughs> houses called? Hufflepuff. <laughs> there Gryffindor, we go. Gryffindor. Ravenclaw. Slytherin. Gryffindor, a Dumbledore, <laughs> a Mrs. Potts. <laughs> look, I, I, look, so neither I, of you sorted into your houses on Pottermore, I can tell. I'm a Gryffindor. I, <laughs> of course you are. I but saw that's you have the only thing I've done. You had to do a, uh, um, uh, login username thing to create. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is too much effort for Harry Potter for me. That's I can't a, do that's it. That's almost exactly what drove me away. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a free BuzzFeed thing, of course. I was like, oh, I need to do. No, no, I want. I don't need people knowing my shit. Absolutely you just not. do the BuzzFeed. <laughs> Yeah, give me the BuzzFeed one of random questions, and that's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Seems like a real Slytherin, if you ask me. I guess. Mal, right? what are you? Huffle I'm Puff? a Ravenclaw. Oh, okay. That means you're dark and mysterious. But also studious. Mm-hmm. I thought you I would like... be a Hufflepuff, because they're just loyal and chill. Is that Nolan? Uh-huh. Spencer, what were you gonna say? I said, "Is is Nolan a Hufflepuff?" Oh, is Nolan a Hufflepuff? Uh, Nolan, I feel like he did because our friends, uh, every Thanksgiving we don't, because all of us have like families where you have to travel like five different places to like see everybody. So Thanksgiving, we all kind of came together and we're like, we're not gonna travel. We're just gonna hang out and do friendsgiving. So we watch all the Harry Potter films, and typically everyone goes through that's why i've been sorted i've got my wand i've got all the stuff on pottermore because of this you got your wand okay slow it down this isn't the type of show i'm just telling you okay just telling you (laughs) i'll censor myself for this but uh, i think nolan is i want to say he was gryffindor i honestly thought he would be slytherin but you know what are you gonna do hmm I you know yeah my thing with the well no we're, no we're gonna talk about Harry Potter a little bit longer Joel <laughs> hold your horses the sorting I, hats uh, sorts what house you want it to uh-huh. oh okay but I have a distinct <laughs> memory of those movies of when I when I uh uh well uh, okay. I, I, not not a gross way. It, it it was the first time I realized. Oh, I I want to kiss girls now, and I don't want to watch kids' movies. And like the third movie, seeing in a the theater was the thing that like kickstarted that in me. Because like I remember seeing like Hermione in it, and just being like, oh, I'm too old for this, and I want I I want to, like I want to move on from kid stuff. <laughs> and I have a distinct memory of that like in the theater mid movie, and like kind of losing interest in. Harry Potter as a whole. Is this thing a, a, a random memory? I, I kind of this spring up on me r- recently. Do you know which movie it was? Uh, Prisoner Azkaban, and there's a certain. Oh. Yeah, that's like. Never mind. No, that's the. Uh, that's most people's favorite. 
Really? Movie, I, I, movie no, anyways. No, uh, I think most, uh, for some reason, I thought most people liked Order of Phoenix. Oh, really? But I think people also like that one because it's directed by uh, that person. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, one I, second. I remember seeing Goblet uh, on one Thanksgiving and because I don't want to talk to a family. But mm-hmm. and my main memory was like, hey, that's Doctor Who. And then I was like, why does that guy have a Hitler mustache? And that's all I can remember from it. Oh, and Robert Pattinson. But yeah, because uh, David Tennant is in it very briefly. Yeah. I forgot. I no, I was just going to say, I don't even consider him being in that. Because, it's like, yeah, literally the last second. Yeah, but, like, that's just, like, a random, like, okay, this is kind of interesting to me. And seeing Robert Pattinson is like, oh, yeah, I forgot he's British. Uh, what movie? Because, uh, like, whenever I hear his real accent, it always throws me off. Because I'm so used to his, like, American stuff, like, good time. And mm-hmm. other things. Robert Pattinson, where he's playing a British person, huh? I don't. I don't think I've ever seen, uh, other than Harry Potter. That's a little weird. Yeah. But is he, playing, he like? Is he British? And uh, no, I'm trying to remember if Tenet he if he's British or not. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, still, it's good. I. Yeah, it's good. It's it's that it's that super mumbly Nolan bullshit, but still good. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. There's a really tall lady in it, who's supposed to be the emotional part of it because Nolan Christopher Nolan doesn't understand human emotion. What movie are you talking about? Uh, Tenet. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Because there's, like, the tall lady who has a baby, and it's like, oh, this is supposed to be the emotional part of the movie. Although it's not very emotional. <laughs> At all. Mm. It's interesting. Uh, let's see. He's, he's probably British in The King, which I did not see. Oh, we're talking about Robert Pattinson playing British characters. Oh. Because I yeah. can't think of many movies where you hear his real voice. What about High Life? Uh, no, he's American in that. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, he just now he's Batman, so he might as well convert. Yeah. Is he? That's uh, the way it works, right? Is, I'm pretty sure he's American in those Cronenberg movies. Yeah, he's he's American in, in both of them. Or, or is there more than two? I want to say there's just two. Eh. So the wrong Missy. <laughs> to start <laughs> off our, our spade fest... Uh, Watch your language. This episode's coming out in the year 2022, which will be a new glorious year of much, much socialist goodness. I don't know. <sighs> Spencer? Yes? So, uh, I, I said something to you on on private in Twitter. Yeah. Which was that, I think that casting Lauren Lapkus was a mistake. Yeah, I, I'm personally offended by that until you explain. And you say she's the best part of the movie. 
Very good. I, I was hoping you would stir up some sort of angry feeling that you would explode when we finally started talking about the movie. Don't disrespect Lauren Lapkus. Here's the reason why. Mm-hmm. She's funnier than everyone else in the movie. That is fact. <laughs> and it makes it distracting. Now, I don't think the way to fix this would be to replace Lauren Lapkus. Uh, obviously not. The way to fix this would be to introduce cocaine to the rest of the cast. E- except for uh, the guy who's playing the boss. Oh, oh yeah. The guy uh, Jeff, who... Jeff Pearson. Yeah, I'm pretty... Is it, is it kind of like Colin Quinn-ish? Based off my vague memory of Colin Quinn. Uh, I don't think so. No. Cause I, I like my first thought was I'm gonna be some SNL guy. No, no, no. I don't think he's a he's not like a comedy actor. In in uh. like the thing I know him from is from Dexter. Oh, you know my you know my stance on prestige TV. I can't. I I lose focus very quickly, so I never watched it. I understand. Uh, Mel, how do you feel in general about the wrong Missy? Okay, so I really like Lauren Lapkus. Like, I'm a fan. I think she's hilarious. I have listened to a couple of podcasts that she's been on. I really enjoy her. I I do agree she's the funniest part of this movie, but I also feel like she just doesn't fit in with the movie. And I also think that that character is so... Like, I, I don't even know where to start with this, honestly. Like, I didn't dislike it. I thought it was perfectly fine. I didn't mind David Spade in it, but everyone else, it's like he he's playing such the straight guy that it is so... I know that's purposely done because she's supposed to seem all that more crazy, mm-hmm. but it's just so... It is so weird. Like, the, it feels so disjointed. And the weird, like, slapstick comedy that I know is kind of a staple in Happy Madison for, like, the past couple decades, it just... It feels very weird in this one. Like, it doesn't fit. And... I feel like they have oddly good chemistry once she kind of starts leveling out in the towards the end. Of, and I say leveling out, but like it's while they're having their threesome, kind of. Like they have chemistry and it's weird, like good chemistry. And it's just like, I felt so many things about this, but it all at the same time, it's like she's been so beyond that she can't really come back. So it's like, I shouldn't feel like this anyway. It's just weird. I don't know. Again, I didn't. I don't know how I feel about it. I would watch it again, but I did not like it. But I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think I put this on my best of 2020 because I barely watch <laughs> new movies. It's That's, for me. It's, a, it's yeah. a struggle to keep up. It's exhausting. Too much new shit. There's too much. You have to see this and it, this. Especially in 2020, though. Yeah, and it's kind of like I. I was gonna. I was gonna watch what I feel like watching. And so this, so I kind of put it on there because it's one of the few new releases I saw that year. But, and, you, and you like Lauren Lapkus, so you, yes. I mean, this is her first like starring role in something because she was mm-hmm. in Blended, an absent movie I do not like. It's uh, it's trying to re recreate like for Fifty First Dates kind of sort of, but it's just, right. oh yeah, I did not watch that. I, for, and, I forgot that was a movie. And, and Fifty First Dates was trying to recreate The Wedding Singer. 
chemistry. But I like Fifty First Dates, and I like The Wedding Singer. I do like them together. Yeah, those two are good. And yeah, one did. That's from Africa, shit, and it's like, ugh, it's <laughs> far too late to be doing this still. Why? Are, mm-hmm. Why is Hollywood still doing this? <laughs> but uh, right. she has a brief part in that. She's I think another Happy Madison thing. It's like this is probably just like this the first opportunity she got to like actually start something. Yeah. And she's on random TV stuff. Like she's in the first few I think first season of Orange is New Black. Or maybe the first two yes. seasons. Uh she's in the first couple seasons, yeah. And then one of the people assaults her and she doesn't come back for the next season. Yeah, she's on the Pete Holmes HBO show, uh, playing his ex wife. Uh, some other random stuff, but like this, mm. I, I've heard her because like I heard her on a podcast for years, and it's and it's one of those I really hope she gets bigger because she will like she's legit one, one of my favorite comedians of right now. Her just talking like her being herself, yeah. she's hysterical. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's I mean see that's she's funny, and uh, I know Mel what you were talking about when she. It's like when she starts to actually slow down and be a person, like a instead of a caricature of instead of like a yeah kind of thing, that it's uh, where you're like, oh, okay, this actually kind of works. But she's playing, she's playing on a ten level, and for some reason, everyone else in the crew is playing at a three, and sometimes they get to a five. Like I think. I think during the shark scene, some of them might get to a five, but I don't know. <laughs> and Oddly, that shark, this total sidebar, I watched, I think it's a movie from this year called Great White, and I will say the shark in this looked better than the shark in that stinker of a movie. <laughs> so I was actually just like, you know what? There are so many shark-based films that can't get the look right. At least this did something. It mm. moved the bar. Yeah, so let's talk about the elephant in the room. How? <laughs> Nick Swartzen. Ha- no, 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 no. The, the other great performance, Mrs. Adam Sandler, Jackie Sandler as the villain, the Barracuda, or whatever. I forgot the character's name. Yeah, the, just the Barracuda. That's yeah. Yeah, she's the evil woman. Yes. <laughs> hmm. She's so, beautiful. She's so beautiful. <laughs> That's all I could think of. She's so pretty. Yeah, she is not a good actress. She's <laughs> she's in some other Happy Mass and stuff acting. It's just every time it's like I've yeah. seen a few, and every time she shows up, it's like put put like I don't know Sherry Sherry or Terry or someone some like that. Just don't don't put else. your wife. She's yeah. not she she's not funny. Oh, and that them singing to the right stuff the right staff i was like like i get really aggressive secondhand embarrassment and i was just like crawling inside of my own brain like please stop (laughs) i hated it so much it felt icky i wanted it so far away from me but that's because that's the thing i'm in the corporate world that is like they do that kind of stuff so i was like yes they do i that's not even a joke last week I won't get into it, but a little bit to get into it. Last week at my company, 
it was basically like an award show for the company itself. I didn't attend because COVID surges. We'll, you know, we won't even get into that. But, um, yeah, they, they do performances like that. So it's real and it's awful. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't believe that because I was just going to say, I mean, it's not a talent show, though, right? It's usually one weird performance or a series of performances that were planned right i wouldn't put it past them to do a talent show i wouldn't put it past them i i I think it could happen and i think it could be like staff like mandatory participation i don't know (laughs) i don't know i hate it though and it makes me feel real weird if the if the company i'm working for ever has a, a staff mandatory participation uh Tra- uh, talent show. I'm gonna go on stage naked and play guitar and play. Uh, How many roads does a man walk? <laughs> like in Forrest Gump. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that appeal to the boomers. I was gonna say everyone at my company would know exactly what you're doing. They're like, oh, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Young man, your <laughs> performance really touched my heart. Oh, uh, I didn't know what you were talking about. I I always give <laughs> up in that movie about half an hour in. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, listen, I'm 40. That movie, I was inundated with that movie. I had it on VHS. Everybody had it on VHS. They were giving out the VHS with Happy Meals, I think. Every time I try to watch it, I was like, I can't. This is so boring to me. It, it Yeah, it is so boring. I don't know. Boring's my problem. My problem is now that like I know everything it's talking about is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a the, the the we hate movies did an excellent episode. I don't, I don't know if that was a behind a paywall thing. It was. It might have been. Yeah. Where they I mean they they do for four white guys they do a pretty good job breaking down all the ways that it's garbage. Um garbage tone deaf and just just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I was going to say that that part seemed super... That was the part that I I was like, wait, you're telling me David Spade and the rest of the squares in this cast have the wherewithal to put together a onstage performance? Because they're all so fucking milquetoast. Like, (laughs) who thought this was a good idea? Like, one of the things I can say about Jackie Sandler is that she's at least trying to turn it up to something. But she's playing a what I consider an obsolete character of the the inner office bitch. You know, like, I'm going to put you down. Oh, you're dating someone? Yeah, right. You're a fucking Quasimodo. Or does that person exist, too? Don't break my world, Mel. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm sure in some facet. But it is a little bit... (laughs) Of like, of course, there has to be an evil woman in the corporate world who's just trying to take down some dweeby guy. It's just, it's yeah. stupid. Yeah, and let's uh, uh, let's get uh, a little bit more original. On a topic of ne- nepotism, the assistant <laughs> to the boss is Jared Sandler, the, the oh, goofy-looking guy. Is that? Uh, I see. It also says Sadie Sandler in the cast. So, oh, I guess one of his kids is in it too. I guess. Who's Jared? Jared is like a nephew. That's the one you were telling me. Yes, he's his. He's born. He's younger than me. He's twenty-eight, so must be Mm -hmm. like his nephew. Mm. He's the guy. Oh yeah, it's his Adam Sandler's nephew. Okay, yeah, he's the the younger guy who keeps getting coffee at the wrong time. Oh, 
okay, th- that's funny. That's like the only part that I actually thought was funny because I I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. Like it, everything else, I was like, okay, I know what you're going for. And then this guy's like, here's your coffee, and he's like, I didn't order coffee. Oh, and he like starts to drink it as he's walking away. I was like, who's this guy? What's going on here? <laughs> I don't. It's stupid. Now I feel real dumb. Uh, oh. Okay, I'm looking at the cast right now. Okay, one of the other Fairley brothers is in it. Oh, yeah. Farley brothers. I just knew Kevin Farley was in some stuff. I didn't know there's another Farley that was in stuff. There's two other Farleys who are in stuff. There's John, and then there's the Kevin. other brother, Kevin. Yes, there we go. And they do their best, but how can you ever be your... I mean, it's like Jim Belushi and John Belushi. Yeah. How are you ever going to be that? Come on. It's almost the exact same situation. It is. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I wonder if they're men's rights activists, too. Uh, I know Jim is. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I oh, know yeah. John, John and Kevin. The Farley? The, the Farley, Farley Brothers. <laughs> Coming into the ring, the Farley Brothers! <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, I so I mentioned this on episode in our Spike Lee season in our show, and I and I said something that is still true. Um, uh, this is the only time Rob Schneider has ever made me laugh. This is the only time that Rob Schneider has made you laugh. Yeah, I genuinely you- think he's funny in this. Have you never seen that video where he gets hit by a baseball bat? No, that doesn't exist. Oh. Yet. Okay. I've seen his stand-up. Um, <laughs> I don't advise to watch it. <laughs> mm, I'm, I'm a Rob Schneider, Schneider fan. Not as a person. As a person, he's he's dirt. Yeah. But, um, like, I used to watch... I mean, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, I guarantee there's nothing about that movie that holds up. I used to laugh at that oh, one. I used but, to laugh at the animal. The the sequel to Deuce Bigelow has a really homophobic joke that goes on for far too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just watched The Hot Chick and it made me laugh. I, mm-hmm. You know, it, that was equal parts everybody that's involved. There's a lot of funny people in that well, movie besides Rob well, Schneider. Anna Fares is in it, so of course it's going to be... Exactly. Her, she'll be funny. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, that's probably the only thing I can think of that I would probably... like would hold up for me i haven't seen it in years but i feel mm. like that one would hold up because the cast the other parts of the cast are so good yeah, it's, yeah. what part it's, made you laugh about his performance in this uh, it's just what like, got you he's not playing like i'm a crazy ethnic person he was kind of like this weird tan dude it didn't well, when, co- when he first came up i was like what accent is about ready to come out of his <laughs> mouth i was ready for it i was so happy that it didn't and he's just this weird, like, like fisher fisherman, like white trash guy, who's missed a yeah. couple fingers, and it's like, it's like this weird stuff he'd mutter randomly. Like this, it just it got me. It, I generally <laughs> found it really funny. Just like it wasn't too much. He wasn't going like the you can do it thing. He wasn't going over the top. It was just like little, like little moments. He'd show up randomly. And it's like, okay, this is actually really funny. <laughs> Yeah, and he did that face where he like holds his arms by his sides, like uh, face too. No, no, I don't. I, 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 I probably thought he was funny also in this, but 
um, yeah, like uh, taking taking a couple of notes from Cabin Boy or something like a salty, salty sea dude. Yeah, but uh, mm. okay, so Nick Swartz, yeah, Nick Swartzen. Well, like my weird history with him is like I was a stand-up nerd, and he did a, a Comic Strange Presents years ago that I loved, and so I was a big fan of him for a sure. little too long. Mm-hmm. But I mean, stick- I love him in Reno Nine One One. I think mm. it, that character is kind of annoying, but I it it makes me laugh still. Uh, uh I love that his dad in the show was P.B. Harmon. <laughs> well, Paul Rubens. Is who? The, the Paul Rubens character is. The oh. character's dad. It's revealed later. Um, but um, uh, like Swartzen, like he's always kind of irritating. Uh, yeah. but like this is the first time it really leaned into like it's not it's not like he's he's trying to be the funniest guy. Like here, this one really leans into he's just kind of an annoying person in general, and I, th- I think it works in this context of him really leaning into like I'm just gonna be the most obnoxious person in the room where other times it feels like he's trying other things and not leaning into like the way like like what what like the funnier things about him mm-hmm. i don't think um i mean i do i i find i nick swarton has definitely made me laugh in other movies like in grandma's boy which <sighs> that's a that's, that's a mess movie. That's a Marcus um, Penn favorite. I do think he's funny in that movie. I know so many people that love that movie, and I, I just, it just doesn't hit for me, which is fine. I know so many people that love it, but I've tried. I, I find it kind of annoying. I've tried to like it, but <laughs> no, I I can't. <laughs> yep. You something the wrong Missy does that, and I don't know if. I I feel like this is a Happy Madison issue with so much of the recent output. It's like they take things too far and it's too dialed up. And again, Lauren, while she's dialed up, everyone else is like, there's such a big rift in the energies of this film. So that's one thing. But the, okay, so the weird shadow puppet show thing that all the nerds are doing in the office that David Spade's kind of leading why on earth were there lemons shooting out of people's butts? What like that joke's just not needed. Like the, it's like it was a fine little thing, and I actually thought the the boss guy his reaction to it, like being mesmerized, was kind of funny. Like that got me. It was stupid, but it was funny. And then it got to that, and I was just like, why? Why do we? And I'm even fine with like dumb toilet humor, but it was just like this is so chaotic in the rest of the film like the tone is so crazy you know what i mean yeah i can't remember if i text if we were talking troll or, or talk about this but to me this movie feels like like uh 80 is just random uh like vacation stuff of like 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 it's uh, like uh, random, like a vacation nonsense, and then the la- then like twenty percent is like, oh yeah, we there's a movie here. We kind of need to fulfill the, those basic requirements. A through line, <laughs> yes, a through like, line. You feel like they were writing the script. It was like brainstorming. They're like, okay, word association. What do we have? Lemons, like, it, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, or I think more uh, 
uh, more accurately, someone, or maybe Sandler, was like, you have movies pretty good for getting Sarah Marshall. What if we did that? Only really... Yeah. <laughs> only minus the heart. <laughs> there are only two listed writers for this movie. Kevin Barnett, who also did Hall Pass and The Do-Over. Oh, Hall you know, Pass is pretty good. Uh, Total sidebar, and I don't know if either of you guys ever listened to the Roundtable of Gentlemen, but um, there's an, a comedian who he passed away a couple years ago named Kevin Barnett, who's hilarious. And whenever the credits hit... I just saw Kevin Barnett, and I was like, whoa, did he write this? Before? Like, was he a co-writer? Because he did writing, and it different Kevin. I was, mm-hmm. was like, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, yeah, this, this uh, wrong message just feels like, to me, Sarah Marshall mixed with the beach bum, and they're just trying to be like, I don't know, what movies are, are vacation-slash-beach-related we can just kind of rip off? In the in the sure. in, in our laziest way, we can rip them off. <laughs> what can you tell me about David Spade's character? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's an honest he, question. No, I mean, he, I, doesn't, I'm being, he doesn't drink. He's really good at walking on his hands. Well, I mean that when he suddenly becomes Lauren Lapkus for some reason at the end of the movie, at least he can. <laughs> Uh, well, remember I said in the uh, in the Patreon episode, he's really coasting hard in this one. That's I, yep. I mean, yeah, but in a way, okay. And this might be totally off base, but I feel like he totally different type of thing. But I feel like he could step into more serious roles, kind of like Punch Drunk Love, like Sandler did. Like, I feel not saying that he's as good of an actor, but I do like him. And I think he could do serious work. I don't know why he didn't ever try to do anything other than comedy. Uh, I think he could do it. Maybe he just doesn't want to. I don't know. I think he just likes having fun with his buddies from SNL. Yeah. Don't have to do very much. I mean, yeah, he did try when he was younger. Maybe that's the thing. Like, you know, he was in police, like he was in Police Academy, which is a comedy. But like I said, he was in that uh, Paul Schrader Light Sleeper, which I assume is not a comedy. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean, Paul Schrader is fact. hilarious? Listen, I'm not saying the man isn't the funniest person to ever make a movie about environmentalism. Is that what that movie was? With a bomb? I don't know. Uh, I don't see anything else, though. That's like the most non-comedy he's ever tried to be in. And it's just Maybe yeah. that's just a strong point. I wish Chris, Chris Rock would take that lesson. Hmm. Uh, I like that Chris Rock tries. Keyword being, he tries. Right. I think that I like that too, but I think that he just needs like acting lessons or something like that. I don't. I don't know. I I, I love Chris Rock, love, love him to death. I just the couple of times I've seen him play serious, it's just like I don't think you know the tone. Oh, really, Thomas? Hmm. Thomas disagrees. Uh. Okay. I said thank you for blessing us with your present. Come over here if uh. you want. If you want me to pet you, I can't pet you over there. And so, okay, so one of the problems with David Spade's character is that they give him too many things that could be 
something interesting and i think they all conflict with each other so the the reason he's dating is because his fiance left him uh for another man right so he's got a sad story about this fiance and he's still a little hung up on her and then he meets this uh, the other woman who is the the other missy the right missy i guess right (laughs) and uh then there's that kind of going on so when sarah chalk shows up you know she just happens to or do they work at the company or something like that yeah from my understanding they all work at the same company together yeah i love sarah chalk i wish she got to do something yeah other than what she does well she's making that uh rick and morty money right now Mm. I don't she's, know anything about that. She's the mom on Rick and Morty. Doesn't seem very profitable. No. Yeah, it's huge with a certain crowd. I, I lost... The, the plot got too crazy at a certain <laughs> point. It's like, I can't keep up with this shit anymore. <laughs> is she get, I mean, is she getting in on that merchandising, though? Because, like, the, a season comes out every, I, like, three years. I'd I hope so. I don't know. Is it her likeness? Mm-hmm. Thomas, I know you're a huge fan of Rick and Morty, but you got to cut it out. Oh yeah, boy! Uh, like the most, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, David Spade was on Comedy Bang Bang uh, for the promoting this movie last year. With I think uh, Lapkus was on an episode with him, and he spent basically a whole time uh, just talking about how like Lapkus was a fu- was the funniest person he's worked with in a long time and really was the life of the movie and you could tell like he, he generally respects her and thinks he, she's hilarious and he never really talked anything about like himself the whole time he was all just like yeah like she she's funnier than me like watch a movie for her I wonder if maybe that's part of it too where it's like not like he wasn't into the film or whatever as much as you could be into his character I guess but maybe it's more of just trying to be the straight man so that she's even funnier you know what I mean like trying to be a generous partner in that sense yeah could be I mean yeah uh, maybe he saw the cut of the movie and it was like well this sucks the only thing that's funny is her oh shit people are gonna think she's not funny I better say something (laughs) <laughs> and like that's a that's a real stand-up thing to do especially if you feel like you are in a like a stinker of a movie or even if you don't it's a real stand-up thing to do is to yeah yeah to promote somebody who is you know that she doesn't even need extra pushes she's super popular but but it is nice to like have especially not that old, having yeah. a male comedian who's been in the you know business, business for a long time talk a younger female comedian up that's nice Big time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not like you're going to get Bill Cosby to do that anytime soon. You know, <laughs> who else you got? Yeah. I just kind of wish, like, she got other stuff. Like, I like this movie enough. It's affable enough. I, it's just watching. It's just, it's just kind of not, not be like it's depressing, but it kind of is depressing to be like, yeah, Lapkins should be doing bigger stuff than Happy Madison Productions. Like she, she ha- clearly has a talent. It's just you know what I thought of watching what? this, and I'm not. A, it's if anyone likes her, it's fine. But Amy Schumer, I don't find her to be funny. I feel like Lauren would have been like Trainwreck. I think is a good idea. I think that's the name of that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like Lauren in that movie. It's 
a million times funnier. Like I think it works. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't there's remember so that many, movie at all. Yeah, there's so many things where I where I just think of other female comedians that are in. And I'm like, Lauren could do that, and it'd be funnier. <laughs> Take all of the stuff that Sandra Bullock's about to release, replace it with Lauren Lapkus. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's in Jurassic it. World. Um, Lauren Lapkus. I've never what, seen what's it. What's it called? She's in Jurassic World. Oh yeah, she is. Yep. And she is. Um, she's as funny as a person is allowed to be in that movie. Is it David Kremholt or is it a different? It's the guy, Jake Johnson, possibly? Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Okay, for some reason, I get those two mixed up, even though I'm sure David Krumholt uh, is older than him. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty, he has to be. Because he was like 30 when he was in 10 I mean, Things I Hate About You? Like or Ameri- did he just look 30? Well, in American Pie, I'm pretty sure he's mid-20s. At least. <laughs> I don't remember any goddamn thing about that goddamn movie. Uh, I'm gonna goddamn keep it that way, goddamn it. Okay. John Cho's in it. He's the MILF guy. I know John Cho's in it because my niece, who is uh, obsessed with him, often reminds me of any movie he's in. Did you know he was in this movie? Like, I love that. It. That's amazing. What a sp- very specific thing. That's really good. Uh, John- she's 23 and she's been on uh, some Please Don't Send Me an Outer Space episodes. John, Cho- John Cho's a hunk. He should be sexiest man alive. It's fucked up he hasn't been. That's true. He's right there. Any of those country fucking singers? Yeah, we got John Cho. Those, the country. I can't even. (laughs) The that whole thing is to say it's rigged, obviously, but just like what in the world? Who is voting on this? No, it's their. mm, It's who their audience likes. You know who who buys those magazines? Yeah. Why not? Like I don't know. Me. uh, Dev Patel. I don't know. Someone like that. Um, two There's... words. Oh. Racism. What's other one? And that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why not? Uh, well, Kamel's not that hot. He's he's more charming well, than. What about uh, Mass Mickelson? Oh my gosh! Yes. Did you guys see that? Like, oh, what magazine was it? He did a spread like earlier this year, and it was life altering. Uh, Kumail or Mads? Mads. Oh, but Kumail, yeah. Kumail also, like, good God. Yeah. Kumail's more There's of a cutie. So many, yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to be mean, people. but I don't think uh, Kumail's face is very nice. He's got an ugly face. Oh, I think he's so handsome, but, you know. No, no, it's fine. I'm I'm a straight male. <laughs> and um, I don't necessarily know what's handsome. I was just talking about Mass Mickelson, but... He's also got kind of like this stony feature thing. Yeah, he's a. Yeah. Uh, if you were to do a D and D character, he'd be a Goliath, but he'd be the most handsome Goliath. Mm-hmm. Sure is Goliath a cast? Goliath is a race that is half has living mountains, and they are half giant, half human. Half giant, half human. Yeah, and they're like seven, eight feet tall. Oh. It's a good class for the martial classes. Mm, that wasn't available the one time I played. I was just a half orc. Yeah, I believe the half orcs have the long arms. I'm not going to talk about this. Half orcs are pretty good if you want to. Um, I think it's like uh, for get a higher chance of crits on attack mm. rolls. Half orcs are a way to go. 
You can Interesting. Kind of, you can kind of cheat your tell way. Me, tell me more. It. Well, it it's depends not... on what edition you're playing, but that Guns is correct. Yes. Let's continue. Let's just talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I, <laughs> I can go pull out my player's handbook if you want me to talk about some things. Let's next time we're just going to watch Dungeons and Dragons related movies, which right. is two. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. So my notes, cause I, because it's a Happy Madison movie, I don't need to pay attention that much. Um. Uh, my notes are just random. Somewhat. So the first one is Roman Reigns? Question mark. And it was Roman Reigns. So I guess. Oh, oh. yeah. I no. I was just. I'm glad the whenever. So like this was coming on. And I was kind of like half paying attention, whatever. And I look up and I was like, Roman Reigns is in this. Same exact thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I also have um, iffy premise. Um, too long to get to the premise because it's like half an hour in before you get to the actual like uh, vacation part and it's like for a movie this lazy and like this kind of disposable it, it's a little too long you, you can't got you can't got rush that a little, a little more I okay I agree with that but I something that it's kind of weird because I understand what you're saying but an, another way I had the exact opposite reaction because I was so happy we didn't get like texting back and forth setting up this date and like his friends talking about how he needs to go out and all that stuff like I like that it goes immediately into the date and she is immediately insane like she's dialed up all the way right from the get-go I like that it's not he thinks like oh she's kind of cool and like chill and sexy whatever she's immediately going for it which I like but then you're right there's a big lag after that yeah and uh, my first reaction watching this again to the date with with uh, the wrong Missy was, uh, I, I wouldn't have tried to escape that. I would have seen, I, I would have been into it a little bit. <laughs> Wait, you would have been into Lauren Lapkus? Y- yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't... Or, we're not going to talk about this. It's not that type of show. I, I would not be into any extrovert. Like, I, I don't. No. It would be a fun adventure, even if, like, things go wrong. No. It'd be a, no. Pe- okay. Anyone yelling at, like, staff? Immediately no. Okay. Absolutely not. Anytime someone starts yelling and being... She wasn't even being rude. Well, she was being rude, but... Like, ugh, no, no, no. I just, I would want to melt in a, right in front of them. Maybe I'm biased because I like Lauren <laughs> Lapkiss. I do love Lauren. Like, again, I think she's, yeah. Lauren and of herself, absolutely down. This character is off the charts and it would be just... If it was, if it was Jackie Sandler who was... <laughs> <laughs> Would you still no. want to stick around to find out? No, she could. Yeah. She can't bring the energy. You're just making a what? What's it called? A vision board. It's mm-hmm. all Lauren Lapkus all over it. <laughs> you're like, you know, she may have assassinated JFK, but uh, I think we can work it out. Yeah, I, I know. If if like if there's ever a comedy Bang Bang live tour again, and she's on a show, I know I would not be able to talk to her after a show. Ever, no, like, but would you show up with her name written on your chest and then take off your shirt during the show? Cause just hand her the shirt and stand no. there. Oh, you don't even have to do that. Like you know, just 
Just me and the audience, no shirt on, with her name on your chest. uh, I'm not sure I have talked about this on a a recording, but I I went to one years ago, like maybe seven years ago or something, and Tim Heidecker was on the show. And Tim Heidecker is very nice and personable. I'm not surprised. I've heard the opposite about him. I've heard that, um... Oh, what's his name? The other one. Eric? Uh, yeah, Eric. What's his last name? Not that it matters. But uh, I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that Eric was nice and that Tim was kind of a dick. But like, this is all secondhand. I, that makes me happy because I was always oh. bummed out about that. Oh, no, like uh, Tim. I was talking to some people and Tim approached me and those other people and started talking to us and asking us if we enjoyed the show. And it wasn't a weird character, but it, he's just kind of being a genuine person. It was like, oh, he's actually really cool. <laughs> it turns awesome. out. Yeah, and, and different people in different moods at different times, you know. Yeah. Well, and I feel like if you catch anybody, like this wasn't even the person that I knew that had run into him. It wasn't like he hadn't just done a show and he wasn't mingling. So I feel like you could probably catch people on a bad day out and yeah. about. Yeah, could and be uh, hungover or jet lag. Never or... know what someone else is going through. <laughs> and to take it back to Texas Man Alive, uh, in their show, he did a Nick Nolte impression. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, this a bit turned into like he he was Nick Nolte, and like PFT was uh, I think Werner 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 Herzog, <laughs> one of the stock Paul Tompkins characters. Yeah, it's quite humorous. Yes, mm. indeed. So uh, this movie is uh, filthy. It is a dirty, yeah. dirty movie. I forgot. Filthy, filthy people. I f- I, my memory was, oh, this is some PG-13 material. And then watch it again. It's like, oh, I forgot how how sexual this movie was. And... Hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, trying to hook up in the closet. That's fine. Whatever. Like, I don't, I don't care. That's the thing. But uh, getting jerked off during a plane ride, that's, that's when I start to worry. Yeah, that's that's when I start holding my Bible really tight. Yeah, and just like it, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised there wasn't gratuitous nudity for no reason, because that feels like such a lazy thing that the Happy Masson crew would have probably th- uh, thrown in some gratuitous nudity somewhere, and I'm I'm generally shocked that they did not do that. Yeah, and since it had, like, a Forgetting Sarah Marshall thing, I was fully expecting to, like, see a dong. I just felt like it was going to happen. It David didn't. would never do that. No, <laughs> nobody, yeah, it would, and it would have been, like, the most boring dong. It would have been like, <laughs> hey, guys, here's my penis. Okay, bye. Well, thanks, Vanilla Ice. Uh, no, what I was thinking is they would do, like, the op, what movie is it where, oh, man, what am I, oh, it's Reno 911, of course mm-hmm. it is. The sex scene in the movie, I don't know if you guys remember, but it's like it cuts to these really hot bodies that are super fit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like then it cuts back and it's just them like running out and they're, I know they're caught. Never mind. We won't get into it. But yeah, that's during the the sequence at the hotel where everyone's jerking off. And Mm -hmm. someone is, someone's caught outside and they're going room to room trying to find a room and they keep seeing their coworkers jerking off. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's really funny. It's so stupid, but it makes me laugh. But I thought it was going to be, they were going to cut to, like, a porn star donger. Like, something that was, by most standards, you know, large. 
and they were yeah. going to cut to that. And that I just I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah. Or or mm-hmm. the Russ Meyer just uh, cut do like a, a half second cut to a, a giant dildo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just enough so you're like, wait, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. The perfect opportunity when the, when the, the wrong Missy asked for a dick pic, you know, it could have just been like some rant, like Nick Swartzen could have been like, is this actually your penis? This seems a bit big. Okay, we're not going to talk about this, you know, or something like that. He wouldn't have been that quiet. He, he, would have he sp- is that quiet in this movie, though. Well, I, he, he's I, he's I laying it. out some, we- some weird lines, some weird Nick Swartzen lines, but he's like, it's like he's mumble coring it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he's also super loud in some parts too. Like I mainly remember him as like the screaming fuck every like every other scene he's in. <laughs> I I really don't remember. It's all a blur. It's all a gray blur. <laughs> With Lauren Lapkus dancing around. She's she's in this like gray fog and she's she's got Christmas lights all over herself and you can still just barely see those christmas lights you know dancing around you're kind of like well i guess i'll I'll keep paying attention as long as those lights are moving i guess yeah so the threesome scene i wish it hadn't gone slapstick like i not that we needed like a full-on sex scene in here that's not what was needed but i just i don't know because again the tone starts changing like they're the way that they're interacting, the way she's behaving is toning down a little bit. It's meeting other people's energy. Not that the film is better for it. It's just, it, the slapstick stuff is really dumb to me. Yeah. Just, like the, I, you know. I keep saying it, but like the, it's just like a happy mass and kind of lazy humor. Yeah. And like sometimes. I why it's, they think it's so funny. It, it works because they keep doing it. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> like her Dang. falling. We didn't talk about it, but her like falling off the cliff, like <laughs> the getting hit. I was just like, "Yep, yeah, this is this is a uh, Happy Madison." That's what that it is. made me. That instinctively made me laugh. Not not because <laughs> I think it's funny, but because they did the dummy falling off the cliff, and I I can't help it. I see somebody throw. I see a person fall and then it cuts to a dummy. Uh, you've just made my life for the next, you know, 10 seconds mm-hmm. while I'm laughing at that. The yeah. only way to top that is for that dummy to be on fire while it's falling. That is the, that is a rare treat. I really like whenever it's, cause this happens in slashers a lot where you have someone like jump out of a window and mm-hmm. it's a female running towards the window. And then whenever they come out, it is clearly a guy in a wig, like a very like, totally different body type character mm. and just falling down i love that live mm-hmm. hmm. yeah good yeah uh, my favorite was on episode you were on melanie uh the jack the, not jackie brown uh friday foster because there's a stunt driver for pam Greer <laughs> that's clearly a white man in an afro wig <laughs> like it's yeah again like not even trying to get like anywhere close to the same anything it's really good yeah, and, i don't you know, know that's such a childish thing to think is funny but it cracks me up and the, i have to bring up the classic bmx bandits nicole kidman <laughs> it's 
<laughs> Who do you think they're fooling? I love it, though. I'm so happy it's that way, because look, now, how many years later, how many people have talked about it? It's so good. Yes, sir. Okay. Fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Ha- did you watch the Hubie Halloween um, movie? I did, and honestly, I didn't hate it. But it's kind of like this, where there's so much that I'm like, okay, yeah, this this is kind of funny or kind of charming, and then it goes just a step too far. But his, was it his mother's t-shirts? They all cracked me up every single time. Yeah, I uh, loved it. Yeah, that's one I'm always on the verge of. Maybe I should watch it. But oh, you I, haven't I, seen it. I've been burned by these <laughs> enough that I'm really iffy if I want to bother to watch one or not. It was, it was okay. Like, it... I would say it's on this level. Now, you probably won't like it as much as this since Lauren's not in it. But, um, yeah, there's there's some things that kind of, that did hit that made me laugh out loud. But it's, overall, it's just, you know, it is what it is. I don't know why he, like, this is a kind of a weird personal thing. But whenever he does a, a, a funny voice, like mm-hmm. a dopey voice, it kind of... Like in Little Nicky, I think that's an okay movie. It's fine. There's some things that make me laugh a lot. There's some things that I feel like didn't age very well. But um, the voice he does, it's just, it feels like a weird parody thing and I don't like it. Hmm. It's just a personal preference. But he does a, a voice in this one too. And Yeah, I saw, the, I saw the trailer and that made me go, I don't know if I want to watch this one. <laughs> yeah, but, there's but, some things that are okay. Yeah, at the same time, like with stuff like, uh, like blended, where it's just him and like vacation wear the whole time. It's like I don't know if that if that's a much better thing. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> or like I... grown ups one and two, or just like Ugh. I don't know. Let's let's hang out. But listen to Patreon for a, a story about that if you want to hear it. Just <laughs> it was just like him, like be like, oh, I guess I'm gonna say a couple funny quips and hang out with my buddies. Which I don't know. But honestly, I do kind of respect that. Like, I, even if they don't always hit for me and it's not, people clearly do like them because he's been able to make, I mean, a million of these types of movies. So people are liking him. He just wants to make movies with his friends. Like, who am I to judge that? That's fine. Yeah. Living the dream. Yeah. One out of every 10 of them might be watchable. And that's, honestly, that's good enough because I don't. In the in the long run, it's not not even a big deal. Know. You know, it it doesn't diminish his previous work. Oh even, no, no, no! Even if people will think fondly on that and regret whatever they just watched, uh, it's it's just it's isn't that exactly what John Cassavetes did too? Right? He just like got together with his friends and made movies. Pretty much, yeah. And his wife was in his movies too. Yeah. <laughs> So you're saying Happy Madison Productions is the comedy version of um, Cassavetes? I'm not not saying that. Okay. Let's just put it that way. So uh, uh, I will not include Uncut Gems in this conversation. What is your guys' like favorite recent Adam Sandler thing? I was about to say I like well, I that Adam Sandler... Recent. I like that he will put out all these films, but he still does an Uncut Gems in the middle of that. Like, I just like that he still has those performances because he is 
so talented. He's good, but mm, recent. Like, yeah. I, I, I guess of, the the Meyerwood stories I liked him in. Mm. There's all kinds of reasons not to watch that movie. Like, uh, what's his what's his, his asshole name? Noah Baumbach's a pretty good reason, although yeah. people seem not to care uh, at all. I, I, yeah. don't, I tend to not like it. Well, he's extremely hit or miss for me. Like, kicking, screaming, giant miss. I never <laughs> want to watch that movie again. <laughs> it was excruciating. I know. Sorry. But uh, Squid and a Whale, I love that movie. Yeah, I do too. I like that movie a lot. And the, I, I like Noah Baumbach's movies. I just don't like Noah Baumbach. <laughs> I heard him on Mark Mayer years ago, and it's like there's some directors I'm like, you're fascinating. Some are like, just shut the fuck up already. <laughs> and he's one of those. Like something about him irritates me. Yeah. I can't. I just, pin- I just, I'm oh, sorry. Feel weird about him putting his divorce on film. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that that's the person a, I was talking about was Dustin Hoffman, not not <laughs> Noah Baumbach. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if I've ever seen a Dustin Hoffman movie. Oh really? Um, I feel like somehow this got brought up before, and you said that, and I was surprised as what? well. What, I don't know why he? we would have been talking about him. No, no, no. Hook. Mind. Hook. Yeah. I know for a fact I saw it as a kid, but I Hook. have zero memory of it. He's <laughs> He's fantastic in Hook. My dad's a big Robin Williams fan, so we watched all like the kid-appropriate ones as when I, as when I was a kid. So I mm. I did see it just like I I know for I I saw Home Alone as a kid. I couldn't tell you what happened in it, but I know I saw it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, you can't tell me what happened in Home Alone. I I don't think that's true. I'm sorry, Malcolm. I, no, no, you're fine. <laughs> What I was going to say is I think the last Adam Sandler thing that's not a Happy Madison that I really enjoyed that's not Uncut Gems, uh, I would say Hotel Transylvania just because I did not expect to enjoy it, and that's been quite a while ago, but I watched it as a... I I had to do it for something. I can't remember if it was a class or if it was something for work. For some reason, I had to watch it with a group of people, and I actually thought it was pretty good. And then before that, I would say, like, the last... I think that this is Happy Madison-specific. You don't mess with the Zohan. I know it's a stupid film, but it makes me laugh really hard. It's I, dumb, but but the Happy Madison stuff works in that sense for I me. like that one. It's so stupid, but it cracks me up. I liked it when I saw it. I, I would have to reassess. Yeah, it's been, like, probably six, seven years since I've seen it. But I remember I, enjoying it. I didn't know that Hotel Transylvania wasn't a Happy Madison production. Maybe it is. It just didn't feel like it to me. It's directed by the Dexter's Laboratory guy, the Russian animator dude. Mm. But it was, the... it was cute. Yeah. I really liked All... it. Oh, well, that's good. What is his name? Because uh, I was a big animation nerd as a kid, so like I remember seeing this guy's name. Tarkovsky. And... Yes. Tartak. Tart- oh yeah, yeah. Tart- Tartakovsky. He did Samurai Jack. That's like the big. Other so good. Yeah. So good. And Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Interesting. Yeah. Which they put on Disney Plus in case you wanted to see the real good version of that. Have you, either of you seen those animations? I sure have. They're very good. I've mm-hmm. basically seen his couple hotel hotel Transylvanias, 
and basically like all his major stuff outside of um, um, Star Wars. Mm. I, the most the most recent Star Wars non-canon movie thing, whatever, was I watched half of the first episode of Mandalorian, and then I, I had to eat, and I never came back to it, and it's been well over a year. Well, I I can't tell you to watch that show because you <laughs> recommend shows to me all the time, and I don't bother to look at them. Yeah, I tried, but this like. I don't know, Star Wars is... No, that's not okay. My... I'd like it if you're not into it. Yeah, like, this is a dumb confession I don't think I've ever said on a recording, but uh, I thought The Mandalorian, up until, like, the week before it came out, was a Back to the Future sitcom. You thought... What was? Sorry, the, I couldn't hear you. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Oh. I didn't know what Mandalorian was until a week before, and then I, I yeah. saw the trailers, like... Wait, that's the bounty hunter people? I thought this was Back to the Future. Why is it called a DeLorean? And then I saw, <laughs> like, oh, okay. I, I just I don't know Star Wars to that degree that I had yeah. no clue what well, no, the fuck I, it was. I think most people probably, like, even people who would consider themselves fans weren't like, yeah, I know what a Mandalorian is. I know about Metacorians. Like, I know about all that stuff. Like, I don't I think that's completely reasonable. But I, that is a funny like mix up in your head, DeLorean, Mandalorian. That's yeah, fair. I, yeah, I was excited for it. I was like, I, I want to see his <laughs> Back to the Future sitcom. I want to see Michael J. Fox come back. I like the first movie. I you're like, why is nobody <laughs> talking about this? <laughs> yeah, I was very confused. <laughs> Christopher like Lloyd would never sign on for it. I'm no, sorry. no, I'm just kidding. I don't know if he. I don't know what he would. Do. I don't know. I don't think Michael J. Fox. I think he's he's happy just living his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. That's a that's an interesting way to somebody who has like basic knowledge of Star Wars stuff. That's I like that. I'm gonna you're gonna have to give me some more, whatever Spencer. <laughs> I'm gonna talk oh. about Star Wars. And you're gonna be like, yeah. I don't really know what you're talking about. And I'm gonna be like, oh. Uh, <laughs> I have a dumb Star Trek one. I thought Worf was the guy. Who, with the guy with the big weird ears and the red face. <laughs> uh, the guy played by the principal from Buffy. He's on Deep Space Nine. What? Man. The principal from Buffy, the series, is on Star Trek. He's he's like the guy with the with the red face and big ears. The the one who people say is like a Jewish stereotype. Okay, that's not Worf. I know. I learned. Okay. I learned. Learned. Worf was. Michael Dorn, and, and not, we were talking about Star Wars, not Star Trek. So yes, I know. Just you know, I know. You're talking about Quark. It, yeah, that that thing. That thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're cutting directly into my profits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear any more of your. No, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> we talked out on this one. Yeah. On the wrong Missy. I don't know. Uh, would you, uh, on a David Spade meter of, uh, I don't know, one to ten, <laughs> how David Spade is this movie? Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it like a straight five. Straight five out of ten, because he's the star of this movie in the sense that he's in every scene. 
Like, I, I can't think of a part where maybe there was a part where people were talking about him, but even then they would be talking about him. So, but he's not funny. He's not being David Spade. So it's kind of like, like I said, it's like the vanilla ice cream of David Spade. Like, you still like it, but. Yeah. He is an affable presence. It's just, you know, either he realized, oh, Lapkus is going to out, is going to like outlap me this whole time or <laughs> or it was written in that like that, that, that he's supposed to be like super bland and like just there to move the plot forward <laughs> and nothing else but uh, I'd, I'd go three or four he's there but he doesn't add that much mm. outside of his like it, the movie exists because of David Spade because, like, Lapkus doesn't have a big enough name. I don't think, like, Happy Madison in general would... Actually, I'm, I'm trying to think. Is there any other one that has a, a female lead like this who isn't, like, uh, a romantic lead? Like, a romantic comedy lead? It's more like a like a goofball comedian lead? Because there's, like, Drew Barrymore ones, but besides that, I can't think of any other ones with, like, female comedians being featured this prominently. Mm-mm. Nothing, nothing off the top of my head is coming to. Yeah, I'm looking. Because um, Andrew Franston did that one, but she's not a comedian. I was gonna say I didn't watch Murder Mystery. She's not a comedian, but she's so funny. Well, she can be funny, but she's not okay. like a comedian comedian. See, not Malka. Oh, what about Jack and Jill? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair try. Um, I don't think how is House Bunny a Happy Madison production because uh, it's it's one that uh, Adam Sandler know. produced, and that's definitely female driven. Um, but that's probably the only one. Oh, I forgot Bucky Larson existed. Jesus. No, we we almost got that. Come on, that was almost an option here. Hey, right, listener, if you want to pay uh, one dollar towards our Patreon. That's at patreon.com slash AIM podcast. If we get five new signers up after this episode, we will also do an episode on Bucky Larson Child Star. I'm not even asking the other co-host. That's that's how serious I am about your five dollars. Yeah, I'm looking at the David I mean the happy mass and stuff. And Mel, just because you're a super fan of that particular movie, I don't want you to make five different accounts to put a dollar in each. You'll never know it's me. Nah. I can't prove anything. You are very wily. I, I've come to realize. Um, I don't have any specific examples, but as soon as I do, you're, you're in fucking trouble. <laughs> I would say for me, this is a, a three or a four David Spade. Is that what you said, Spencer? It's it's yeah. like, yeah, it's it's about that. He, I think he does have to play the straight man because she's dialed all the way up. He has to even it out. But man, we could have had like a pulse, like just something more. Because I like him. I I think he's funny. I think, I, I don't know. I think they have an odd like chemistry, and maybe that is because he was so taken with her performance, and he thought she was so funny. 
Like, he kind of, it's, that's what's coming across is that respect to her. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but there, something in the third act does change, and they're nice together. So, yeah, I just, and I don't think it's a him thing. I think it's probably a writing issue. It's definitely a writing issue. And I think that's just the thing with this film. I, it's messy, and there's, yeah, I don't know. And this is something that we're going to talk about in an upcoming episode, but I just watched uh, another one of his films. I won't say which it is, but it's a rom-com. I actually really liked it, and I was kind of stunned that he w- got that role. Again, we'll talk about it when we get to it, but mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. something, I don't know, there's something about him that I really just like. I mean, like, he, like uh, he's kind of the, the Pete Davidson of his time, because he was the <laughs> SNL guy who dated... Like everybody, everybody. Yeah. What? What? This is news to me. Oh yeah, he was. That's a. That's actually a perfect way to describe it. He was Pete Davidson of his time. He was yeah. getting all. He Ew. was out kicking his coverage so hard. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, like oh, Jesus. Like Pete Davidson is like over six. <laughs> I think six, he's cute, but yeah, Pete Davidson is like over like, six foot, like more traditional, handsome in certain ways, and David Spade is yeah. under average height. I, I said in certain ways, and like. I've, what? Okay, I just I just want to say I, said, I think Pete save Pete Davidson looks like a member of the band Gorillas, but like come to life. <laughs> People find him attractive for some. I've reason. never heard that <laughs> description, and it, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh yeah, that's accurate too. Yeah, yeah. no, I can see that. That's yeah. funny. But like you know, like he's like he's tall, and so like that adds to like the you know the whole like handsome thing. That, you know, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, like David Spade is like you know, like I, I'm five eight. I'm taller than him, just barely. And like he's more, and like he's, like he got around. And he's not like a like a tall traditional handsome guy. He's just kind of a uh, like, I don't know. He he knows how he knows has a way with words. And people it, it, like funny people. Yeah, he has yeah, a daughter. Yeah, if you make someone laugh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he has a, he has that kid with like a Playboy playmate. No, what? <laughs> what? He's a he is a father. I don't care about that. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, look at Dan Dan Aykroyd's wife back in the day. I mean, I think they're still married. But yes, you know they are. Uh, he and Don Dixon are still together. Yeah, and Ringo Starr. Oh wait, he's not funny. No. Uh, Although, uh, um, to you know, to quote Mel, uh, Dan Aykroyd really outkicked his coverage too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think he? Do you think she's into aliens too, or do you think she? I hope so. Him? I was just about. I didn't know if we were gonna tip into that, but I was like, oh my gosh, I hope she's a part of Newfound like so hard. She that would be amazing. Be. Hearing him talk about aliens is like, it's. I mean, I I love it. I don't know. I can't. Dan, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, just working on my alien stuff, honey. Like, okay, well, I'll be in the kitchen. No, they, no, she's into it. He did an interview on last podcast on the left. Um, I think it was like one of their side stories things a couple years ago. And he came on just to talk about aliens. And it was a fascinating interview. Like, he was yeah. so into it. I was like, this is kind of, this is weird, but cool. Yeah, that's cool. I was into it. I don't think it, being into aliens is any weirder than people who or into ghosts or I mean, any other hobby or interest yeah it's like whatever makes you happy and right. you're not being a terrible human to other people as long as you're yeah you're not like trying to <laughs> force people to believe what you believe which is my belief on everything yep. which is why i'm trying to force you guys to believe what i believe about not believing okay what's the next 
Adam. No, I'm saying. Uh, oh, what do, what yeah. do we no. decide on? Whatever. I, I can't remember. Are we doing? I, let me see. I got my. Uh, I got I don't my know notes the here. Order oh, here that it is. we're doing, but I. Uh, it is mine. It's uh, Lost and Found, 1999. I just watched it today, tonight, that, and I. Uh, I really liked it. Oh boy. I really did. I didn't think I would, but I did. No. Tonight, I, tonight I watched Real Housewives of Salt Lake City with my partner. <laughs> That mm-hmm. is uh, so cringy. The real oh, okay. House, yeah. Is it cringy in a way where yeah, okay, it's cringy, but are is it not like a guilty pleasure thing? But do you get any enjoyment out of it? Not saying that it's good. It it started out as like this is stupid. I'll watch some with you, and now I'm like I kind of want to watch Real Housewives now. <laughs> <laughs> but so, that, Salt Lake City. That's how they get you. Salt Lake City yeah. takes all the cringiness of the other ones and amplifies it. To a level, it's like I, I'm not comfortable watching these weird Mormons be bitchy with each other. I don't enjoy this. <laughs> Wait, are they? It's Mormon. Oh. Some are Mormons, some are not. One okay. F- one got arrested in a recent episode uh, by the FBI. Mid episode, it was real, not planned. She got arrested for fake charity. Uh, Salt Lake wow. City is a wild one, and it's like. <sighs> What I need is it, if you could watch this and then do a podcast where you just tell like break down each episode. I would listen to that because I want to know about the drama, but I don't think I could watch the show. They uh, have show. They have shows like that. Good. <laughs> oh no, trust me. Once. But if we had a if we had Spencer specifically doing it, that's the only way yeah. I would be into it. I, I, and I'd say start with Beverly Hills because you get uh, Kim and Kyle Richards. Oh wait, I do know about this because uh, Halloween. Like she's yeah, yeah. Like yep, yep, yep. Th- th- this is such a weird thing for like me, me and my partner during Thanksgiving. They had like the the Macy's Day Parade thing, and um, they had random celebrities show up and talk about their family traditions. And we and most of them were like, "Oh, it's The Rock. It's some random person from TV." And then. Kyle Richard showed up, and we're like, hey, it's Kyle Richard from Real Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's amazing. She she had her own float. I wasn't paying attention. She, she had some interview, th- some, like, random thing where she talked about her Thanksgiving growing up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, isn't one of the Real Housewives, or wasn't one of the Real Housewives, um... The girl that was in Escape from Witch Mountain or that's, Escape Two. Yeah, that's that, the same one. That, She's the little girl in Halloween. About. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and didn't Kim is the same. one who shot and oh, assaulted Precinct Thirteen. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they've like she did like a bunch of stuff, and she yeah. uh, well, I won't spoil. N- n- now Kyle's married to a rich lawyer, and she just acts when she feels like it. <laughs> yeah. Did you say she has acts when she feels like it? She acts. She performs. She she, oh, she okay. does TV and shit when she feels sort of like it. She's, acts body spray fortune. I wasn't aware of. Yeah, her husband's like a big big lawyer in 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 Hollywood for some for something. I don't know what he does. Mm. They're super rich. Mainly. I from wish him. I could marry a big rich lawyer. <laughs> you're Sarah, like that's what I've been looking listening for. To this. Yeah, she needs to step it up. <laughs> I let her know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, where where did you watch uh, Lost and Found on? Did you did you rent it? I surely did. From Amazonian. I did. Yep. Okay. It sounds like it's available if people want to watch along with us. I know last season or the last series we didn't 
reveal what we were going to be watching beforehand, but uh, I feel better telling you guys. Nonetheless, (laughs) if you want to know all the movies in advance, and we we pick four at a time, patreon.com slash AIM podcast. Uh, before this episode comes out, I, the, the I will have already posted the, uh, um, you know, the kind of episode, quote unquote, that we did picking these movies in the first place. Yeah, Spencer, were you gonna say something? No. Are you sure? <laughs> did you have more housewives? Hot? No, goss? I don't want to talk about this. This will go on for too long. <laughs> mm, it's true. It gets addictive. It like. It starts out like this is so stupid, and then you then you like it, and you have to watch it. Yeah, I feel like that's like all of that channel. I forget what channel they're on, but it's like that whole thing just like pulls you in, like bit by bit. You're like, I don't care about this. I'm my own person, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, but I'll just like watch an episode <laughs> here and there, and then I, you've lost the day and time. I've never, like, I, I watched, like, a couple of episodes of Catfish, mm-hmm. the MTV one, and I watched a couple of episodes of 90 Day Fiance, which is one that everybody swears by. And it's never caught me. The the only, like, quote-unquote reality show, because it's not, it's other, it's like a weird, stupid documentary thing, is uh, Oak Island, the Oak Island Mystery or Mystery of the Oak Island, I don't know what it's called. Curse, Curse, The Curse of Oak Island. And it's like season seven of this show where these, these two multimillionaires are digging up part of this island where a legend oh. of a lost treasure is. Oh, I, okay. I didn't even know that was a show. I know what Oak Island is, though. I yeah. It took me a minute to get there, and I was like, wait, that's the one where there's like a... Oh, like a pit or something that goes mm. down like so many feet into the, yeah. And people, a lot of people have perished there because it's dangerous. Yeah, like six people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which, which is a lot for an island that is unpopulated. <laughs> yeah, too many. Yeah, so like, and and that one lost me after a while because it's on whatever channel it is, and they think that. The announcer guy is hilarious because someone will say something like, uh, well, this lines up with that map that we got. Uh, as you can see, we're looking at a double cross here. A double cross? That's the announcer's voice. Who so comes it's like a suddenly. dun, dun, dun. And yeah. then he explains, the double cross may be associated with the Templars or Satan. I don't know. Ooh. And me and Sarah walk around the house going, uh, did you remember to clean the the microwave before you used it? Microwave? <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. I think the only, like, reality-based thing, and again, it's not the same thing, is I watched one season of Total Divas. That is a reality show, obviously. And then I watched, um, I think it's just Naked and Afraid, where they're, like, dropped into yes. a remote area. That I thought was pretty good. It's not really, but I I just always enjoy. It was entertaining, at least. No, not really. Like I kind of hated it, but I watched it. <laughs> Hate watch. Okay. Well, I don't even know if it's that, but I just know like I am highly allergic to everything. My skin is very sensitive, so I know I just would have been like blown up everywhere, like just itchy and depressed. So it's I enjoy watching other people go through that. Hmm. 
not them being depressed but you know oh, what I mean. yeah yeah like just thriving out there yeah, yeah. i don't know uh, if you like selling sunset on netflix there's now selling tampa which is the black version of selling sunset i've heard selling sunsets really not good but very entertaining kind of like 90 day fiance i don't know if that's accurate yeah it's it's one where you're like we're like the, the like the other ones are like i can buy it as real selling sunsets like all of this is bullshit none of this is real <laughs> why don't they have more reality shows that have to do with like movies like i know there was that like project green oh project Light, Greenlight. yeah i watched was, some of that there's it a, didn't last for very long yeah. Yeah. There's well, a like Bollywood really... one on Netflix of Bollywood wives that I've. I'm kind of curious. Like, I kind of want to see if it's as dramatic as Bollywood movies, which I honestly doubt it's going to be. You're going to be disappointed. Yeah, I bet. They don't have time to schedule dances for every episode. No. Maybe they I do. Mean, oh, okay. We well, don't know. On the other hand. <laughs> Maybe they do. I hope that they're fully choreographed episodes. Oh my gosh. Maybe it, maybe that's like a thing. I'll quit playing video games and I'll just start watching reality TV. Yeah. Well, I, I gotten into Bollywood action movies and I've watched like six or seven now and I kind of have to force myself to not watch too many back to back because then that's, that's all I'm going to, that's all I'm going to watch. Burn out. <laughs> yeah. The, and the, then fade away. Well, I have a problem. If I watch a, films that are like in the same vein in really quick succession i immediately i'm like wait what movie like i won't differentiate them very well personally yeah Yeah, i have to do oh actually it's coming up i have a weird tradition of i have to watch the first movie of every year has to be uh uh an ocean movie (laughs) and so like i i pack on after like that'll be my next movie i watch probably because i want to actually play video games but while i have the time Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why I watch an ocean movie, the first movie for every year. It just sort of happened with uh, the the sex one. How long have you been doing this? Like four years, I think. <laughs> it just sort of happened, and it's like, no, it's the Derry Bowie one was the first one I watched, like New Year's Day. And I decided, well, I'm just going to watch Oshima the first day of every year for now on. I mean, I like it. It's so, it, that is a very... I'm I'm gonna say obscure choice. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> What's Oshima? What what the hell? What? Uh, I think Nagisa Oshima. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, boy was his big one. I can actually send you a file. A boy. I'm not sure if that's easily available right now. Mm. Um, three like three some three drunkards or something. He's that. Uh, death at a hanging. Merry Christmas, Mister Lawrence. Uh, a weird one where with an ape. A weird romance one that apparently isn't very good. Uh, he did a whole bunch of shit. Mm. He he is very leftist and socialist and a communist. He's a pretty cool dude. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, what did, did you, enough reality TV talk? If you if you want to. I don't know. Is it enough reality TV talk? I don't know. Do you have other reality TV show questions? Hit up Spencer no, on I don't. his personal <laughs> stuff. It's at Piano Player. Pod. No, I want to be the African movie guy. African history. I don't oh. want. I don't want to add reality trash. Reality trash to that. 
fine. If you have African movie questions or African literature questions or African history questions, Spencer is a very good place to go. He is also very knowledgeable about all kinds of other things, not just reality TV. But incidentally, if you do have reality TV questions and you want to converse with somebody, maybe at him. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I, I don't want to tell you not to add him. Yeah, and... But you should. Yeah, uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but the next few months or so of uh, Shoots Piano Player, French New Wave podcast, it's going to be kind of sporadic. We're going to record a whole bunch because I got lazy because I have uh, on break from college in between semesters, so I'm, we're kind of going to build up episodes again. So uh, there's going to be a little bit of a lull this giving people you know, a quick warning. You're taking a well-earned rest. That's okay. Yeah. And if you want to talk to somebody about... Let's see, what do I know about Mel? Mel, <laughs> Mel, I don't know Mel very well. So, let's see. If you want to talk to her about... Uh, oh, shut up, Joel. Okay. She's... She, she, Follow Mel, because she shares awesome pictures and uh, movie-related, but also those cool uh, books, those pictures of the women <laughs> running away from castles or falling down near castles or, you know, other things. And uh, she's at Plastic Werewolf all over the place. Right. Uh, what, what else can I ask you about? I mean, I do, you know, cinema parlor stuff with, some other boys, and mm. I think, well, I have no idea when this will come out, but we uh, have one more episode coming out for this year, and then I think our probably one of the last things that would have come out before this comes out, I imagine, will be we're doing a big birthday Nolan episode. So those are always fun. Nolan typically curates a random selection of three to four films, and we t all take notes and record about them, so... Cool. We have fun doing it. That sounds like fun. We don't have fun on this podcast. And that will counter the fun you're having on the other, and you'll feel uh, equilibrium. <laughs>